morning tip. Good afternoon. It is June 28th, 2021. You're listening to a little column A, a little column B, hosted by Will Leibnos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What's going on, Will? It's uh, it's Monday. Why are we doing a podcast on Monday? <laughs> this is the Snyder Cut of the, the podcast that just wasn't allowed to happen last week. Mother Nature said no. Multiple multiple times this was a attempted recording. And it wasn't even recoverable. Just lost power mid-podcast last week. So we're back this week. Maybe we'll give you a little extra. I don't know. We'll see. Sorry about last week. I, I really wish we saved it. It was... I, I can't think of anything more of a waste of time than recording in a conversation and then not actually having it record. My my concern was... In the, in the past, yeah, we have some hiccups every once in a while. But it, it cut out, and then I waited, and there wasn't anything. And then I tried to call you, and then I IM'd you. Of just like, hey, is, is something on my end? What, what's what's going on here? And it it took a little while, probably for you to even receive my message. I mean, you didn't get the the the, the Facebook message because you don't have power, you don't have any internet. So it took a little while before you were able to text me, let me know. Yeah, the the just the power went out. Not even just the 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 internet for whatever reason on a glitch. It wasn't really storming that much that day, so it was definitely not something that uh, we expected or could have warned people about. Nope. No, and I thought it would save. I did. I did manage to stop. So everything runs off the laptop, and the laptop has a battery. But just the way it, everything just got shut down, and the and the internet just got cut out because it records live to mix uh mix LR. So you can listen to it live if you don't already know that. But that made it. That made the whole recording just get all corrupted. I couldn't get the file to open. I don't know what happened. I don't know what was trying to. I don't know how to fix that kind of stuff. But we're back this week. Bl- we're back a day early. I blame it on the interns. About. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we need interns. I, I need a generator over here. You know, someone to ride a bike for me. We could have powered this thing, <laughs> old school style. But, anyways, we got plenty to talk about. Big game last night. Milwaukee finally has this kind of historic moment. This was their coming out party, I think, for Chris Middleton having. I, I think like he just jumped a whole bunch of rankings on having an offensive night like that, just catching fire at the end there. And really just sealing the deal. This was a winnable game for Atlanta. I, I think we're going to talk about some NBA injuries across the board later in Trey Young and a variety of issues that he's kind of going through right now. But I, I want to give some credit to Chris Middleton. I mean, what, what other nice things can you say about him? As a, as a Celtics fan, this is the Chris Middleton I see all of the time. He just absolutely murders the Celtics. I don't know what they do like ahead of the game, uh, but I think – you had mentioned something about that, or maybe I had, and then immediately after on Twitter, I see one of the uh, the Celtics locked on guys post something like, "Wait, in the last time out, did they just trick Middleton into think he's playing in Boston right now?" Hot shooting, hot shooting, a whole bunch of threes on a little bit right there. They needed them. It was actually amazing how much they actually they really needed them. They weren't going to win that game if he doesn't catch fire there. He, he poured on. Plus, uh, plus 16, you, go, you shoot you shoot six for 12 from three. 50% from three on its own is good, but if you're shooting at that volume, get, get the guy the ball. All right, here's the, here's the stat for you. When Middleton shoots over 40%, they are 9-0 and in the playoffs. I'd, I'd believe it. So their, their offense can sometimes just go so stagnant, and it, 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 I'm sure as a Milwaukee fan, you just have to be just baffled of we have this guy that's longer and taller 
than everybody else, and we have other guys that are good at basketball. How how is this just not working for just stretches of? Yeah, we uh, yeah our offense that just doesn't exist right now. It's almost like it's it's more of a like like a college problem. It seems like. I think out of the four teams remaining, they have the fourth. They're the worst offense remaining. I know. I know they're winning. I know they're beating Atlanta, but just they don't function normally. The Brook Lopez not posting up, bad at defense, shoots a bunch of threes, doesn't take advantage of mismatches. It's that's kind of strange. The the Forbes things is always weird. Of all right, we do we need a score? Do we want a high scorer out here? Or are we trying to just do nothing but defense? I don't think Jeff Teague is the answer. No, no, uh, not exactly. What they need an answer. They're up. They're up two one. Yeah, this is this is what they want to hear. They want to hear helpful advice from every struggling Celtics fan right now. Be like, yeah, yeah. could have could have warned you about that one. <laughs> well, I could have warned Atlanta that Chris Middleton's really really good at basketball. Well, do you think everyone else should be warned that they're just the most durable team remaining, and that's why they're going to win a championship? Injuries across the board on every team but Milwaukee. No, they're missing somebody. Who are they missing? I I don't know. Who are they missing? They are missing DiVincenzo. Dante DiVincenzo. He, he was a starter. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> they don't miss him. He's not making the difference. He's not like Trey Young or Chris Paul or Broken Nose or, or Kawhi Leonard. He, he's not. He's not even in the conversation of any of the guys I just mentioned. These are actual losses to all these other teams. It's starter. I'm not. I, you didn't say that everyone's missing missing stars. I think everyone is missing stars except them. Who is the son? Who are the sons missing now? Well, I, I'm going to call it a combined missing when you got a Chris Paul coming off of whatever COVID restrictions and playing with a mask and having a broken nose in multiple places. That That's not 100% Ooh, playing. That was a nasty one. And the, even if he does get used to it somehow by the next game, that's that's not, that discomfort doesn't go away. I don't think you ever just be like, yeah, this feels like normal now. I can just mind over body. I, there's no way. It's too, It's a plastic mask over your face. It's hot. It's uncomfortable. Also, your nose is broken. <laughs> you're, you're, that's, I think that's going to be an obstacle regardless. I thought it was bad enough when, and th- actually this is when his nose was broken, but when he came back and they had just stuffed, uh, I don't even know what it is, gauze, something just in his nose <laughs> and just playing basketball. It's a lot up and down. You're breathing pretty heavy. Being able to breathe out of your your nostrils, I got to imagine it is helpful. And when you can't, is Almost like you gotta feel like you're, you're drowning a little bit. Well, I mostly just bring this up because it looks like if you were to build a roster this year, durability looks like the most important thing. Is I don't think Milwaukee's the best team. I don't think they were the best team this year. I think they were a good team. I think they could compete for a championship, but I don't know if I would have bet on them. And, and I don't. They haven't won it yet. I'm not going to give anyone the crown right now. But if Kawhi doesn't come back and Booker or Chris Paul or one of them doesn't really truly recover, I I feel like this is kind of up for Milwaukee right now. And I don't know what decisions you would have made differently if you were every other team this year. But it feels like if you just need to be able to have a, a starting five to stay a starting five. It definitely is helpful. The uh, it, it, didn't, it didn't work for the Celtics just 
losing uh, multiple starters at the end of the year. That that was not a good that was not a good strategy. I don't know how you avoid that either. Like, do you think there was like foreseeable injuries in any of these? Not not one of them. I don't I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think it, I don't want to do I the whole rest thing and the, the I think it's I think season. it's basketball and sometimes you you get hurt and it's un, it's unfortunate. All right. Well, knowing that risk, I feel like there's been a lot of GM and coaching changes and a whole bunch of teams that are just in this middle ground middle ground right now at a crossroads. You know, it's the what now? Do we commit to these guys? Like, if you're Atlanta, are you committed to this entire roster? You had a whole bunch of success this year, very low expectations, surpass everything. I mean, are you ready to just give Red Velvet a big contract now? Or are you or are you saying this was great? We did what we wanted to do this year, we surpassed it, you know, maybe maybe the magic's over, or are we really building onto something here? I I don't know why they would It's a weird constructed team. They're not that young and they're not that old. But what are the building pieces beyond maybe John Collins and Trey Young? I guess DeAndre Hunter could still be there. He's he's been injured. What what would you say about the building pieces, like the important parts to Atlanta's offense offensive future? I mean, what what are the important guys other than Trey? Maybe John Collins, but DeAndre Hunter, Bogdan. Bogdan's older, so I think making that much of a commitment to him is. Well, they've already they've already yeah, done they, that. They've already made the commitment. He's staying. He he's worth staying. Yeah. Uh. Herder's under contract next year at a, at a low price. And Cam is coming back from injury, and DeAndre Hunter is injured. So those are two young guys that can definitely improve and, and, and help you out. I wonder if this is kind of like a Miami 2020 year where they're, again, just kind of surviving and getting hot in the little bubble tournament last year. They didn't they didn't look like a, a threat, I think, early on in the year or even – until later in the bubble where it was like, oh, yeah, wow, Miami's Miami's really here. They're, this is happening. But that didn't work it, out it, this it year. Does seem, it does seem kind of kind of fluky. But I keep saying that about Trey Young, and then he keeps doing really cool things. So I might have to ease back on that. But this seems – I don't know when it, and next year starts, assuming they have relatively the same roster, that I'm immediately looking at it and saying they were a four-seed – so let me just pencil them in for a four seed. On the flip side, they they beat Philly, and Philly is in shambles. Essentially, of we've <laughs> we've been we've done this story before. The broken record of these two struggling together. The Simmons flaws are as highlighted as ever. That's that's gonna have to change. I don't think Doc Rivers handled even the post game very well. But how do you commit to these guys? Even if they'd won, like what if they won and they went to the the conference finals and they're in Atlanta's position and Philly just loses then? I, I still think you're going to make those changes going into next year. What changes are those? I think you got to move on from Simmons or something. There has to be some sort of I think we, we talked about this. Oh, I was going to say, I think we talked about this last week. Well, we probably did, but you and I are the only ones that heard it. But I was saying this is not the time to move Simmons because his value is as low as possible. And that just seems like the worst time. And I could see, understand why you'd want to move on, but I would not try to just sell him for pennies on the dollar. I think you're going to have a hard time finding a partner. I don't know what team's ready to 
build around Simmons. It's his. He's got the sim, similar problem that Westbrook does of the stuff that he's good at, he's really good at, but the stuff that he's not good at, he's really bad at. <laughs> I, at least it, Westbrook's flaws... <laughs> I, I, you know what you're getting with him, I think, a little bit more. Versus Simmons, there's always this what if of, well, maybe maybe he will just shoot. Like, maybe just once. And maybe twice a game now. Or maybe just, maybe, like, it just seems like a fixable thing. I saw today it was confirmed that he's not going to play on the Australian Olympic team, saying that he wanted to focus on uh, personal personal development. That seems like a mistake. Maybe this is exactly what he needed. Is to just go run the Olympic team over there. I, I imagine they would build around him. He has to be their best player. Well, they got Patty Mills. Who else is on? Joe Ingles. I I could see he's he's been in the league for a while. He must have done the the, the Olympics before being uh, on the Australian team. And these guys have played a bunch of basketball. Where last year kind of spilled into the into this year. I can easily see. Yeah, I, I don't want to be traveling. I'm, I'm gonna stay here and start working for 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 next season because it's gonna it's already a shortened off season, so it's shortened even more with the Olympics and the way that the season ended. I could see, you know what? I want to take a little break from uh, being in the in the bright hot spotlight of basketball Twitter. Yeah, I wonder what. What partnerships are going to be created at these Olympics? Are these going to benefit the Celtics, or is this how we lose everybody? Well, we only got Tatum there, but we do have a we do have a new coach, and everyone seems to like Tatum. So maybe Tatum could talk to some some people. Yeah, they're they're kind of that middle ground right now. I feel like there's like three stages of these NBA teams. You kind of got like OKC with all their draft picks. You kind of got the next step of the Celtics where we drafted a whole bunch of guys and now we're committed to a couple of them. And then I'd say Did you like, see they, uh, they came out with the roster today for the Olympic team. I didn't see the whole roster. I saw the guys that I think announced they were committed. Is there. It's the, official now. I, so Kevin Love's actually on the roster that that's, this really happened. Yep. Why? <laughs> Uh, I think probably veteran. I think he's been there a few times. Uh, and this year being goofy where there was a, like it was supposed to be last year. I think just having somebody that's been through it before. I'm assuming he's been through it. He's been there, right? Uh, I don't know. Is he, is this how is, they won't let him out of Cleveland? So this is the only way he could play with other players is, is the Olympics. He's probably, yeah, he's probably looking forward to looking with some, <laughs> playing with some, some, some veterans. There's some young Young guys in Cleveland with uh, with Sexland, but I could see as uh, being older. It just I, I want to be with people my own age. Not that all the guys on there are, are older, but it's a more of a mix. That's a bizarre career. Uh, e- either way, all right. So he's on the roster. I I I did see there was a couple guys that weren't asked. I think Trey Young wasn't asked to be on the roster. I thought that was kind of a strange thing, especially seeing. The, the results right now of, of what he's doing. Uh, is there anyone else that was felt like they should have been invited or, or on this roster? Any snubs? Well, it seemed more, uh, I guess I didn't realize the, the, the Trey Young, but more of guys not being interested more than not being invited. 
You think like Trey was to... You really think Trey wouldn't be interested? No, that's that's I'm not sure with him. I, I just feel like in general, normally these are the stars that you would expect to be there saying no, thank you. It wasn't like LeBron wasn't invited. He's he was a no, thank you guy. I'm sure Steph Curry had to have been the same. Yeah, I wonder what Golden State's going to be able to put together next year. The rumors they're trying to trade uh trade their pick in Wiseman for for something, and the rumor I'm hearing is uh Siakam. Really? It it I think we talked. Well, we did talk about this about the draft was last week, right? The we were, it was before the order came out. I think that was last week. Probably. Yeah, I'm all lost with all these dates and trying to backtrack <laughs> in time, trying to trying to catch up on everything. Snyder cut extra long. <laughs> it's. It's uh, it felt like Toronto would have been the perfect team to get the number one pick. If, if you could just slot him into any other, I'm kind of assuming it's gonna be what's his name, uh, uh, oh, it's a, with the C. God, <laughs> what's his name, Zach? Who are you talking about? The the number one pick, the projected guy. Oh, Kate Cunningham. Kate Cunningham, I, I feel like if you could just slide him into Toronto's roster right now, they they're immediately like competitive. Um, uh, Toronto just just won a title. I'm I, I don't need them to turn around and immediately be good. Yeah, but if he goes anywhere else, it's gonna be years before we hear any success story from him. The, the rest of these teams are a mess. Like who else? Isn't is that gonna... what everybody said about uh about Atlanta getting getting Trey Young? Maybe, but Trey didn't go number one either, and they did trade no. to get Trey, so it was even more of a, a weird thing. Like was, I mean, like, like, like it's a top, a top pick, and it wasn't like Atlanta was really good, and then they got a high pick. Atlanta did a lot of other things that smart organizations do, like signing some good vets, trading for other vets. They trade for Capella, they signed Gallinari. I think those sort of pieces on a on a roster that's really young they have a lot of mobile. Sounds like they're going to re-sign uh, Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, that that'd be a good sign. I thought that was a decent trade, kind of a last ditch effort for Portland. Uh, on the Norman Powell for Gary Trent at the end there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, that that would be interesting. I don't know if Wiseman's necessarily the answer. Um, th- this draft, I, I feel like some people are super excited about it and some aren't as excited about it. There's some G League guys that are getting a whole lot of noise. I don't know whether to buy into that or not buy into that. Uh, it's just hard to assess talent right now. I feel like we have more film and more stats on anybody than any time before and yet we still don't know anything there's there's no for sure deal like i don't even feel like there's no lebron sure thing out there right now is unless unless you feel like there is someone uh cage legit but i'm not putting anybody in the lebron category yeah so i don't think that makes it as sexy of a draft but maybe uh maybe toronto sneaks in a little bit late there with that uh that later pick was that four? Four or five? What, what yes. is the four? Four. Uh, I don't know. Would you rather have Wiseman in the four pick or Siakam? I feel like the last thing I remember from Siakam was kind of where Simmons is now. Of Well, he's an all-star. He's supposed to be really good. But then, man, he was terrible. Uh, like in that that Celtics series in the in the bubble, it it was like he was he was broken. So 
Yeah, I wonder what else uh, they could do out there. I mean, do you think they would want well, Ben Simmons? Coming off, an, coming off an injury, so. Do you think they'd have any interest in Ben Simmons? Move on from Draymond? Mm. He's your new center. I, I I don't know if they're good. they'd be willing to make a move like that. Well, just like Draymond's been there, you're still trying to win with like that core of like we we're doing we're doing this together. It's kind of crazy that Golden State has managed to kind of hold everything together through all these. I mean, I guess there were just injuries, but <laughs> like they they what about uh they're essentially terrible young... the last two years. And they end up with Wiseman and now a number four pick. What about a uh, a young Keon Johnson out of Tennessee who set the vertical leap record for the combine? Did you hear about this? I did see this. Uh, Not only did he beat it, he jumped forty eight inches in the in the vert- vertical leaps. That's the one where you, you you can run and jump. So you know how you how you play basketball. To put that in perspective. Uh, Zach Levine had a 46-inch vertical leap at his pre-draft workout, so he didn't go to the combine, and that was the highest of workouts combines. And so Levine did that in 2014. And so not only did he beat Zach Levine, he beat him by two inches. So that's going to be the best thing to come out of this draft class, is maybe the dunk contest is saved. Maybe. That is a good... (laughs) That that's a good thing. Good thing to look at. I think that there's a there's there's a lot of there's a, there's always tasty nuggets in the in the draft. I, I think I think Cade's legit. I watched him last year in in college, and he's 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 big, like not necessarily like he's NBA ready big, not like a not like a big man. Who's the G League guy that that um was it? Jared Jack was coaching this year. Uh. There were two of them. Uh, Jalen Green is starting to get some buzz today that Detroit might be looking at him over Cade. But I think that's just being smart as Detroit and not doing what teams have done in the past of just locking yourself in on, no, we definitely want this guy. Yep, this is our guy for sure. It's like, well, if you create a little bit of mystery and he's really not, you might be able to you know, do what the Celtics did and trade down and still get your guy and get something out of the process. So... I think there's some some smoke screens going on there, but that was interesting. He looked good. He looked re- he looked super strong for for a rookie. Where'd I, you see him? I, I saw his highlights. Uh, I think the Ringer did something on him. Uh, I just can't, can't I can't remember any of these guys' names ever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a little undersized, but super strong. It's it's yeah, funny. Six five one eighty. It's funny just the kind of the the roadmap of everyone is taking now it's a little different for everyone uh actually last week we this got canceled i think uh on our delayed podcast here the ncaa compensation uh with the supreme Court. oh case. yeah that's actually i think right where the uh the power went out i think it might have been the ncaa yeah so what's going on with that i know you've probably heard this by now but <laughs> give us an update <laughs> so last week when we were planning to talk about it the focus was there was a Supreme Court case, and the Supreme Court voted unanimously. As you can imagine, that doesn't happen all the time. Nine zipped against the NCAA, saying that they you could not limit a school to provide educational benefits. 
I guess there used to be some sort of cap on it. And so you hear that. It's like, well, wait a minute. I was hearing about players getting paid, name, image, and likeness. Well, this is kind of the first case that's going to lead to a bunch more cases that just said, because the, the main takeaway from, from a legal standpoint was you are violating antitrust rules. So you've been like operating in a legal entity. So a whole bunch of other stuff that you've been doing is now going to be brought to the court to say, Hey, what about this? So the NCAA kind of has to get their act together to avoid a bunch of uh, legal cases. The tentative date I've been hearing for a while now has been July 1st. They're going to try to figure it out, but things are happening quick. The governor of Kentucky came out over the weekend and it was an, uh, I don't remember exactly what the it's some sort of way of doing emergency legislation and said any school in Kentucky is going to have to allow uh, an athlete to be able to make money off his name, image and likeness. Uh, I'm sure there'll be other states following up if they haven't already, because it seems like it's a pretty big uh, recruiting advantage. But th th this is happening. This is going forward. And I think even if that case didn't specifically say this is how athletes are going to make money, this is the, the the point in time where there was the before and the after college athletes making money. So from my understanding, they've essentially agreed that we're going to allow compensation here, and now the next argument is just going to be how much and to who? I think so. I, I, I don't think that it's going to be – yet the schools directly paying the players as if it was a job. I don't think we're quite there yet. We definitely could be real quick, but more of, I am the, who's your, who's your favorite college basketball player? Uh, right now, uh, Trey Young. Okay, perfect. Trey Young, they literally, when Trey Young was playing in college, when the game would start above the score bug would just have Trey young points and assists. Cause he was leading the, the country. I don't know if he ended up or not with the most points and the most uh, assists by a, uh, by a freshman. So what he would be able to do, it seems like now is he'd be able to say to a local, a local business, Hey, if you want to pay me uh, some money, I could mention you guys in a post game interview. So maybe he mentions, Joey's Pizza Palace, and he gets he gets some sort of cut of it. Maybe he tells them, "Hey, I'm going there after the game. If you would like to go, feel free to to show up." He gets some sort of amount of the, the 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 gate to get in, and he could sell autographs. It sounds so, at least to me, sounds so silly that before you could not write your name on a piece of paper and sell it to somebody else. That was no good. Now that should I don't think that the schools or the NCAA can stop them. Is this the new breakthrough for Cameo? Is, this is groundbreaking now, right? They just added 500 million new people. That is a uh, that is an excellent uh, opportunity. You're right. I hadn't even thought about that. But, yes, that seems like a real easy one. That seems like what? Um, if, if, you're, if your name's worth knowing in any sport, you should have a Cameo. It, if you, it's literally making money off your likeness. People that like you are going to give you money to say happy birthday, make a greeting. For sure. For sure, this is going to be mostly quarterbacks uh, in, in in football and like the top top guys in 
basketball. But from what I've been seeing, people commenting is that the women athletes tend to have more following on social media. So it could be an opportunity for them to make some money where it also, I think, sometimes it gets caught up on, well, you know, these guys are going to make millions. These guys aren't going to make nearly as much. And it's like, yep, that's kind of how life works. But you're, you're at least allowed to do something if you want to. If when you were, when you were in school and you started DJing, that was totally fine. You were a student, but it's like, Hey, this is something I'm doing on, on my own. Where if you were an athlete, you wouldn't have been able to do that because it would have been, well, it could be improper benefits. Are they actually paying you because you're a DJ or are they paying you because you play on the basketball team? We're now, like you said, cameo. I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of other options that I'm not even thinking about. We you know, just talking earlier, uh, just simple stuff of your uh, jersey. <laughs> it's got your number on it. It's got your name on the back of a lot of them. But the school makes the money. You don't see anything. Now I think it's going to be between the, the, the student and the school saying, hey, you are selling my name uh, on the back of a jersey. I would like some of that money. And even just a little bit of money. A, a little bit of money is better than no money. Think about when you're in college. You don't need much money to be able to do the things you want to do. I'm imagining. You remember in Happy Gilmore where he does the Subway commercial? Yeah. They like tee up the sandwich. It's a terrible commercial. I, I'm I'm hoping we bring those back. Can we can we do those again? Those that'll be fun. I think there's definitely going to be a rocky period, but I think that the top schools are going to be the ones that have something in 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 the process. Like I would be shocked if uh Coach Calipari at Kentucky doesn't have something all lined up already. If you know, because his whole thing is, I will get you to the league, you know, as quickly, and you know, in, in the, the best possible situation as as possible. And so, it just seems like if you could make some money before you got to the league, so that way when you got there, you you didn't have to make as many as many jumps. I think that that's gonna be huge for recruiting. And I gotta imagine it's not gonna take long before the schools are posting, hey. If you come to this team, this is on average how much you can make in endorsements. Yeah, this is going to be a weird era. There's going to be more drama, but I think overall this is the direction that we needed to go in. It it makes a lot of sense. You could argue against it all all you want. This is this seems justified. Now, you said there is going to be a cap, right? No. No, there is not going to be a cap. All right, well this is going to be the next I haven't heard anything. This anything is going to be the next thing then. Someone's going to make some absurd amount of money and someone's going to say this needs to stop. And I don't know where they we go from there, but that's that's an argument that's coming up soon. But who who is going to say this needs to stop? I I have no idea. I mean, who's who didn't want to pay them to begin with? The, those people. <laughs> NCAA. Yeah, the nonprofit. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, they're antitrust. They just got they just got busted. Yeah, they're they're a mess. They're. This I is... would just think if if you and I were doing this podcast, if we were to start making a bunch of money on it, and then someone said, "Well, no, I don't like it. I think they're making too much money." Well, that that that's a you problem. Go pound sand. <laughs> it's gonna happen. That's not, how, that's not how America or how capitalism works. If you if if people are making money and you don't like it, 
it, I mean, there's nothing immoral about it. There's nothing illegal about it. It's people figuring out a way to, to, to get paid. I, I guess it's not like the school is going to suddenly go broke either. You it know? shouldn't it shouldn't impact the schools at all. If anything, it should get the schools more money. Yeah. If the if the if the athletes are doing more kind of I'm gonna call it traditional marketing, if they're on TV, if they're on social media, if it reaches more people to find out about different universities and that brings in more people, that brings in more money for the school. It's good for everybody. Also I, I, I remember I remember a, it's only a, a few years ago when Zion was at Duke. There were some shirts floating around on Amazon that had, I think it was like, kind of like, a, it looked like kind of the Jordan logo. So it was just kind of like a, like a silhouette. And I think it said Zion on it, but I didn't want to buy it because I knew it's like someone's making money off of Zion. Zion's not getting this, but it would be cool as a, as a fan to know, Hey, if I buy this, like the player who actually is who I'm trying to support here is actually going to get some of uh, is going to see some of this money. We're gonna have a college cameo. Uh, do the intro for the podcast every every week from here on. <laughs> Hopefully, we can afford them. That would be interesting because I got to imagine there's gonna be some of the 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 lesser known guys that are gonna be a little a uh, little more affordable. Yeah, it's gonna be a weird time. It's it's gonna be different. I, I'm excited for it though. It's gonna be great podcast topics every every year. There's gonna be some sort of drama of this. And it's cool, too, because it's going to be all of the sports, but really impacting football and basketball and football going first. I think it might help it make it a, l- a little smoother of a, of an entry for, for basketball. Yeah, well, we'll keep you updated on that. I'm sure that won't be the last time we talk about it. But speaking of update, I think it's time for a backflip update. It's been it's been a little bit. Is there a status? Well, I was at the uh, at, at the beach last weekend, and once again, everyone just seems to try to push doing backflips in more difficult places. But I'm thinking you're coming up uh, up this weekend. Maybe that's the perfect time to uh, to to try it out. I, I'm I'm ready to watch. I think that's something I can prepare myself for. I I'm well, more... you either got a video or you got to spot me. I'm gonna need one or the other. I I can I can do both. I can set up the camera on a tripod and I can help support. I, I think I think we have stronger friends than me, but if you're I appreciate being asked though. I I'm in the trust circle. Yeah. So I think I think this weekend, I think we gotta give it a shot. We'll yeah. at least get a get a baseline. If the, if this is close and I can power through, or if I am not anywhere near close and I gotta watch a bunch more videos or get some get some Olympic help. I don't know. Maybe maybe we negotiate some stuff now. Maybe maybe there's have to be something in exchange. Well, I'd at least like to give it a try first. I don't need to jump right to uh, to bailing on it yet. So have you thought? Because I've got to imagine it's going to be college basketball related, and I don't like the way that you're you're already thinking. I I have some ideas here. I I <laughs> there's some. Yeah, we don't. We yeah. There's some likeness. I think you're uh, you're this willing is, to financially support in the in your near this future. This is right back with your whole your whole curse thing from a few weeks ago. I just <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to be even in this uh, arena discuss of this discussion. Yeah, there's a. Uh... All right, fine. You you want to close the the door negotiation? That's fine. It's 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 all right. 
I want to, like I said, I want to give it a try this weekend, and we'll we'll see. We'll see how much I hurt myself before I got to uh, got to make a uh, a buyout. All right. Well, then, do you want to make this deal that we post one video of you this weekend, and it's either a failed attempt or success attempt, but we post something because I feel like we need to give some sort of update. Yeah, I'm 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 cool. I'm cool with that. I wasn't sure if you wanted to do some sort of some sort of montage, but I'm I'm fine with a uh, at least a, an attempt on the on the day and where where I'm at. If it turns into a montage and you're able to get multiple attempts, sure. Yeah. Well, I, if you but the thing is, if if you end up getting multiple attempts, I think you're going to eventually get it. I, I, it's either you're gonna, I you're, hope so. I think you're either going to do it one time and never want to do it again, or you're going to almost do it like 50 times and get it like on your hundredth try. Maybe not that high of a number, but you you see what I mean. Like if you were if you're willing to take the the beating, I think over a couple of tries, you should kind of power through it, or just get injured immediately first try, one shot. Done. That is a concern. I hope that doesn't happen, but always always a concern. Yeah, I don't. know. Maybe we won't post that one. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> Can we profit off this? Your, your likeness is. We're not college kids, right? <laughs> We we could have been doing this the entire time. Oh man, we were not college athletes, so the rules did not apply to us. That's kind of the whole point of of everything is to make money off of it. Well, we have so much more competition now. Now that they're all allowed to do their own, like how many podcasts and things like that are going to get sponsors and stuff? Like the, probably a bunch of them. That's fair game. Like who's going to be the college kid that just makes his own media center because he's like friends with everybody? That would be interesting. Just, just start your whole your own network. I mean, what's stopping you from really doing anything like that? Like, if LeBron was in college right now under these rules, don't you think he'd be just a super powerful college player? I mean, he already would have been. But given this kind of stuff, I would think you'd want to have your own YouTube channel or Snapchat or TikTok, like all probably all of them. Yeah. Strange, strange times. We got about 20 minutes left in the podcast here. I feel like I have old topics and I don't really have a whole lot of new topics. Uh, we could talk about some NBA coaching changes. We ah, could... Celtics got a new coach. That happened since since we last talked. That's even stuff we haven't uh, we didn't discuss on the, on the lost episode. Didn't even get into the lost episode on that one. Uh, I, now I I may need some help with the pronunciation of this. Have you, have you mastered the pronunciation of our new Boston Celtics head coach? I believe it's Ime Yudoka. All right, so that's but what I've it's been It's going to take me a while before that just rolls off the tongue. And as far as I know, some some pretty good coaching histories. Uh, the only thing that he hasn't done is be a head coach. So there is that concern, but the coaching trees that he kind of branches out from is spent some time under Popovich, spent some time in Philly. Looks like Al Horford had some nice things to say about him because he saw him over there. And then he spent the past year with the Brooklyn Nets with Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni on the staff. Yep. So, like, that's that's some, that's some good company. That's a lot of good players to be familiar with, too, that were kind of pushing him to do this. To, to my understanding, this took some convincing of the players being like, yeah, dude, we want you. Like, just come do this. I've, I've only been hearing good things. I haven't heard one negative thing about bringing him in. I, I'm excited. I, th- I think it's it's the kind of change we needed. He's a young guy. I feel like we could start a dynasty with him. Seems seems like that. Feels like a dynasty. I hope so. Back on back on track. 
Was it what are we, Banner 18? I'd like that. We got two all-stars on the team, two young all-stars. This should be the beginning of something. You're right. Not 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 an ending. And I hope so. I I don't know. I just hope we're able to stay healthy. I feel like <laughs> we haven't had that year yet where it's like, oh no. Like I guess Jalen got hurt later this year, but this year's felt doomed even if he was healthy. That that was just more of the excuse we were able to lean on. Well, then you had Trace stepping on a on a referee's foot, just one of those fluke injuries. Just like, ah, oh, come on! It's like when it was, oh, who's the there's there the big guy that fell back into into Durant and messed his knee up. Just like, oh, it's so fluky. Why is that happening? That just ruins it for everybody. It's that it can't possibly be the referee's fault either, right? Like I said, just just a fluke. It just it's nobody's fault. Just crappy. It's just funny that it was on like the backtrack of it, like his back foot on kind of off the, the starting block over there as he was <laughs> very fluky, bizarre things. But I don't know how injured he's going to be. I don't know how injured anyone is anymore. I mean, Embiid played on a torn meniscus. I feel like Harden played on one leg. I don't like is Trey, is Trey going to play in a wheelchair coming out this next game with the, the big old <laughs> shoulder pad and... <laughs> He's already got big old ankle braces on, so uh, this this can't it's not it's not gonna be great even if he comes out. Yeah, well maybe the trade party's over then. Time for time for some red velvet. <laughs> I'm trying to force that nickname on everyone. <laughs> this is it's a name we all need to know. Why why isn't he on the Olympic team? Take Kevin Love's place. But speaking of taking some places here, the Portland Trailblazers also are going to have a new coach. Uh, they are going to be going forward with Chauncey Billups. I know he was mentioned to be a Celtics head coach for a while here. And I don't know if that's exactly what Damian Lillard was expecting, but I don't know. We I, I was pushing for Chauncey Billups uh, for the Boston coach job, so I don't know why it, it seems like such negative news for Portland when it, this was a guy I wanted a week ago. Uh, I don't know what's going on in the Damian Lillard camp, but I think Chauncey Billups seems like he should be a good coach. I, I mean, I've always felt like he's a really smart guy. He's He's been in a lot of different locker rooms, played for a lot of different coaches, a couple different teams. I I don't know. I thought Derek Fisher also would have been a great coach, and I thought Brian Shaw would also be an awesome coach. But you never really know with any of these guys. I feel like Nash kind of had a lot of success this year. Do you think Chauncey Billups will be able to figure it out? I think it. I think it's tough as a as a coach. You you have to do so many things. Like right off the bat, you have to know the know the X's and O's. You have to be able to talk to the to the players with inter, interpersonal skills, with everyone being a, a little bit different, and figuring out how to best motivate everyone. You have to deal with 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 management. You have to deal with the the, the media. It's a it's a lot of things that you, you have to do. So I, I think it's even harder to judge how a first time coach will do, even more than how a how a rookie is going to do. Or a, a rookie, you definitely have to do the uh, the interactions. But as the coach, you're you're in charge. As as the rookie, you're you're not in charge yet. So it makes sense how it's a little easier to to, to predict. So. It, it, all, all things that you said, like I would have thought, I would have thought this, but I don't know. They're yeah. giving, giving Jason Kidd another shot, so 
it's it's a very situational thing too, though. I, you know, I talk about all these early draft picks, these high draft picks that get sent to these awful organizations that are just not ready. And if they were drafted anywhere else, you know, maybe they would have found some success. I mean, I look at like Nate McMillan, who's just jumped place to place to place, and he's had some success. He just hasn't, he just hasn't won a championship at this point. I mean, he's won a whole bunch of big games. And look at Indiana. I mean, they were, they made the playoffs with him. They fire him. They missed the playoffs. Now they're on to a new coach right now, even in between, even after that year. Yeah. So now, and meanwhile, Nate McMillan is uh, in the, the conference finals and they've won a game. They, they had a series lead at one point. So coaches, are, coaches are not sticking around very long. Now I, it does feel like the trend of hiring a bunch of coaches that have never coached before is the new trend right now. I mean, would you have rather given Carlisle a shot or, or one of those two guys, Ime or or Chauncey or Jason Kidd even again? I feel like he's still kind I don't of a want, new guy. I, I did not want Jason Kidd. I, I didn't think that he was very good. I thought it was weird how he just forced his way out of out of uh, Brooklyn pretty pretty quickly to go to go to Milwaukee and just didn't did not see him as a guy that needed more and more chances. Uh, so I'm I'm cool with somebody new. I would have been fine with uh, with with Rick Carlisle. I feel like he was in in Dallas for a while. He's def- definitely older, and I think maybe you were saying more young guy. Let's start something. Everybody's young. This is going to be around for a long time. But the uh, the, the the numbers say that that's not really the case. He, there's only I think there's like three coaches that have been coaching with the team they're on for more than seven years, and everyone else is like two or three years in or less. Just a lot of turnover. Yeah, I think you turned down a lot of jobs. I, I know it sounds weird, but <laughs> I don't think you could just take the money anymore for any coaching gig. The turnover think, is just too likely. You're just setting yourself up for for failure. I I think it's just fine when you sign a four year deal and they fire you after one because you still get paid. Yeah. I, I, all right, you're looking at it entirely financially. I, I guess I would just hope that if I sign a four-year deal, I want to have a shot at actually, you know, executing my plan over these four years. You only get one oh, year. Th- that, that's that's yeah. That, that would sucks. that would for sure be best case. But worst case is you make no money. What <laughs> eight 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 million a year to not coach? I don't know. How will you ever recover? I don't know. I don't know. If my cameo can support my uh, financial needs. Well, you wouldn't need cameo because the NBA team would be paying you to not do anything. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad we didn't do Rick Carlisle. I'm glad we did a young guy. I I thought it's interesting that he's going back to Indiana now. Rick Carlisle. Obviously, we didn't. We probably talked about this last week, but we did, breaking news. Rick, Rick Carlisle is back with the Indiana Pacers. That, that seems like a I weird. Think, no, I think that news came out after the the, the last podcast. Did it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 time traveling back and forth between this. It's <laughs> it's it's too weird. It was a real loss last week. I feel like we really screwed this all up. I feel like not doing last week's also hurt this week's, which makes no sense at all. Uh, you, you, act of God. Nothing we could have <laughs> done about it. Power goes out. Uh, or it was the NCAA. I'm still not going away from that theory. Well, hopefully we get a good game tonight. I thought last night's game was great. I thought it could have been a little bit more of a climactic ending if Trey was able to stay healthy. Um, just just unfortunate, but shout out to Middleton. I started off the podcast saying nice things about him. I feel like we've 
routinely been aggressive towards him, mostly because he has been brutal to the Celtics. Oof, big time. But uh, any expectations for tonight? I I feel like I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'd, I'd probably rather Middleton over Paul George. I, I thought last night's game, like Paul George, needs to have a game like that, and he may have had one a little bit in the series before this, but I think he needs to have another one if they want to have a chance to stay in this series. I think the uh, the Suns are going to finish it up tonight. Yeah. Yep. Man, who would have thought DeAndre Ayton would be as good as he is? Should we say some that, nice uh, things that, about that him? whole class is looking looking real good? Him, Trey, and Luca. I think it helps big time with. He like say all the time is the, the, the fit. I mean, he could be on a lot of other teams where you're you're just a big man and you're trying to do the best you can, but. You kind of have to have someone facilitate for you, so it works out perfectly with him being with Booker and and Chris Paul. Yeah, I I don't know if he functions on every other roster as well. He but he fits very nicely on this. He's very good at what they need him to do, and yep. he doesn't seem to be asking to do much more than that. He's just like, oh, you need me to do this? I'll just get really good at this. Really good at rebounding. I'll dunk a whole bunch, and and that that's good with me. I'll play some defense. He's he's a monster on the board that, though. He, that he's really that alley oop was in, was insane. The the buzzer beater. Yeah, last Tuesday. Yeah, my my comments on that. I I think you kind of got to blame Jamarcus Cousins for just being lazy on the pressure on the the inbound pass. Also, uh, Crowder is like six feet back of the line. I don't know if that's ever allowed. Like he, I feel like he created his own angle by being farther back like if he's like two feet from the line i don't know if he's able to make the pass i think you're allowed to go as far back as you want usually it just is a, is a fan restriction well i thought that the was guy a huge sitting advantage. on the the guy sitting on the uh on, on the side I, i've been hearing a lot of demarcus cousins wasn't in the right spot but i think looking at how the game ended it's like, oh no, you look. But I think he's positioned on expecting them to pass it to 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 Booker. You know, point eight isn't a lot. It was a point eight or point nine is not a ton of time, but it is not. It can only be a lob. If it was point two, for sure, you just block yourself right in front of it. But I'm thinking, he he's thinking, and I imagine the team was thinking, okay, there's a chance they throw it up. It's got to be a perfect pass. Zubak is going to be right there. He can he can knock it away. We got other guys, and uh, you know, throwing alley from out of bounds that that's going to be tough. It's much more likely they're going to try to throw it into Booker for a shot. So, I, I, I am not on board with all the Demarcus Cousins wasn't in the in, in the right spot. I I thought it was just a great play play call overall. the The great execution of it was the decoy of Booker, but they also they put Patrick he, Beverly. He set a great screen. They put Patrick Beverly on the far side of guarding another shooter. I don't know who he was guarding out there, but the way the play worked out was that was the guy that had to help, and there was no way even Zubak could jump with Aiton. Beverly wasn't even close to him. I, I think if they, if that was someone else in there, maybe they're able to you know kind of interrupt that a little bit more or at least make an attempt on it. But just, just a really good play call. They put all the guys in every position they wanted. Everyone was able to succeed off of it. It was a great pass. A great finish. I, I thought. Did you know that it wasn't offensive goaltending? 
it was informed to me very, very quickly. Uh, it was Van Gundy was all over this, all over it. I, I feel like he had a whole, whole book, you know, saved up for all this. He had a whole script. It, <laughs> it was ready. It doesn't come up. It doesn't come up very often, and it never comes up in pickup. So there's a lot of things you, you, you and I both play or pre-pandemic played a bunch of basketball. So things come up that just after a while, like, okay, we can argue about this, but I've looked up this rule and I know it and you just, I can send it to you afterwards, but like, I, I know this for sure where that was, well, that's only going to happen in professional you with a, or maybe not professional all the way, but you, there's gotta be a referee. So I, saw it happen it happened so fast and i could see some of the the clippers players going for that but yeah it was a great job by the announcers to immediately know what was going on that's where i feel like announcers can actually be helpful where it's like you're explaining a rule on something that doesn't happen all the time like i'm pretty plugged in and didn't really i uh, wasn't really aware of that so just when you think you know what what do i really need announcers for that was actually helpful uh, it's just an exciting game awesome finish and if you're the Clippers, you look back at that game, you make, you make a couple more free throws, and this miracle play doesn't happen. You know, like when they if they lose tonight, like I think we're both kind of leaning towards predicting. You're gonna look back at that game, right? Aren't aren't you gonna think like, look how close oh. you were? Oh, definitely, definitely, especially with, um, with with Booker getting sort of stripped, Beverly where it was one of those Beverly knocks it away. Any other point in the game, you don't review it. And so Beverly knocked it away, but then you look at the review and it's like, Oh yeah, no, he knocked it away, but it was on Booker's hand at the last uh, second. So when that happened, I was definitely rooting for Paul George to, to miss the free throws of it's like, let's just even this up. Give, give, give them a chance here. Yeah, you so let's make this more fun. All right, I'm going to start playing some outro music here. we got about a couple minutes left. Any chance of Kawhi Leonard playing again this year? Is does that seem like no. something we? I, I don't. I don't think so either. No. Why? Why isn't he just getting surgery then? Or did he already get surgery and we don't know? Like how? How little do we know? <laughs> I thought it was kind of odd that he was sitting in the in the box and not on the bench. I feel like that doesn't happen very often. Uh, right. It's like either they're they're at home or they're they're on the bench. So to be be in the box and the, the, the in the box was like this guy's not even close. Well, you you could see his excitement from the uh, the play call. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. If you haven't seen that, there was a play where I don't know something something awesome happened for the Clippers. I can't remember what the play was, but Mike Breen saw that the camera was about to cut to Kawhi Leonard, and he was like, "Look at Kawhi Leonard, super excited for to support his team." And Kawhi has as flat face as you could be, just. No emotion, <laughs> nothing. Not not giving Pretty the camera typical anything. Typical Kawhi Leonard uh, face. Uh, yeah, no. Rumor was he wanted to watch the game with his family, which seems very much also like Kawhi. I don't. We don't know anything about this guy. I, I'm. I'm. It's hard to speculate anything. <laughs> it's it's based on nothing. It's it's all speculation. Yeah, pretty much. All right. all right. So you're saying he doesn't come back? I also nope. don't think he comes back. I, I think that's just. If he was going to come back, we would have heard something by now. I don't think you could have kept a secret this 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 good. No, yeah. It, it just seems like it would be be nice, and they're not ruling him out, but I, I don't see it. I wonder what that does for his future. I mean, is there any injury that would convince you to not give him max money? I think he's still under contract for another year, isn't he? I think he has an option. 
I think Kawhi's got an option if he wants to get yeah, out. He, I, 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 I'm pretty sure whatever it is, he and Paul George are on the, the, the same same path. Yeah. Well, we'll see what they end up doing, and we will see a backflip update this weekend. I uh, will probably be recording next Tuesday. Uh, so we got an eight-day break before the next one. Thanks to everyone for listening. As always, you can listen to us on all the Spotify, all Spotify platforms and YouTube and Facebook. Everything else should be uploaded as usual this week. Uh, anything else you want to add for the people out there? Real glad uh, that we had no no lightning strikes, no no power outages. Just powered through just like it's supposed to. Much better. We'll be back next Tuesday. Have a good fourth. Be safe. column A, little column B.